Right. The issue with being the flaky friend is you'll find yourself receiving less and less invitations to things. So then that causes a issue too. Like, well, why did I get invited? Like, are you serious? Because you <laughs> you don't show up. Don't and you the- hate that? Like, they kind of blow you off. And then the minute you just don't extend the invite, they're like, hey, wait a second. Hey, 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 thanks for tuning in to another episode of Sugar Coated, the podcast that is bringing you new topics in a mini series format. We covered the relationship series, and now we're moving on to a new series, Friendship. And I bring my friend Sarah back to talk all about it. What about your friends? Hey, girl. What about your friends? I am pumped about this topic. I am pumped for this series because it is a big one. And you and I, Miss Sarah, have been friends for quite some time now. How long has it been? 11 years. That's a long time to put up with each other, huh? That is a long time to put up with each other. So I think that we have input (laughs) on this topic because I feel like our friendship has endured it all. We've done marriage. We've done breakups of other friends we've done breakups of boyfriends we've done partying together we've done yeah weddings we've done funerals i mean we've covered it all yikes so i think that this is a pretty big topic do we ever really focus on friendships how to handle them if we're being a good friend or even the company we keep you're on the people pleaser episode so thank you for coming back and yes thank you for having me i enjoy this yes and so sarah and i will cover this series on friendship and all that comes along with it so let's get into it how sarah and i met Ooh. <laughs> Let's just say that Sarah and I met through a mutual party and we actually formed a relationship that way because that person was um, slime and we decided that they were stupid and we weren't. <laughs> so. yeah. yeah, that situation was not an ideal um, situation Mm-mm. for either of us. Yeah. Somehow we we made it through. Took the time to get to know one another and see past the, the BS. What had happened to know that we are actually really cool people. Yeah, I always say the best thing that came out of that situation was our friendship because Sarah actually is a pretty cool person. So we found that out in the hardships and where most would fail in a situation such as ours, we have bloomed. And so I'm very thankful for that. And we've had that conversation over the course of our friendship. And so um, we've also, over the course of our friendship, have run into many different types of friends. Yes. uh, We're going to go ahead and get into the different types of friends. (laughs) Yeah, you know, a lot of it is personality traits of people that makes them be a certain way. So before I feel like I'm, you know, being judgy on everybody, like I'm the perfect person, because I'm not. I was going to put out there, what do I think about myself, a friend? I think that I'm easy to get along with, but once we are friends, maybe I find myself in a comfort zone, but I tend to speak a little bit more honestly and tell truths that sometimes come across as harsh. 
or maybe I just kind of bust your balls a little bit too much. I'm just not that, you know, mushy, huggy, you know, super sweet, sensitive friend. I'm kind of... You're no nonsense. Harsher. Yeah, no nonsense. But I also am very loyal, Mm -hmm. helpful, supportive, Mm -hmm. and I will show up. Um, if there's, you know, something that maybe, you know, it's probably not the thing that you want to be doing, but you know that your friend needs you to be there, just, you know, be present. You know, I'd like to show up, show support. I like that when people do that for me. I would say that you're no nonsense. You're kind of, you know, this is what it is. It's black and white. There's no gray. And that's pretty much where I struggle as a friend. I'm kind of like, um, I'm very, also very loyal, but I'm loyal to a fault. I used to get so involved that it affected me me spiritually physically mentally like as I would take it on as if it were a sister or part of like my life I would inject myself but you've kind of helped me in that way to like hey this you're just the friend you know like this is not your problem to take on because when you care about somebody you want to see the best for them and you kind of protect them so it can become tricky but I also will say that I don't think that you're a flaky friend if it's not for you you'll just up from the gate say no I'm not going to do that it's not left up to interpretation it's like you're very much I'm not going to do that because whatever your reasoning and that's it and I respect that I think that it's you mentioned earlier, like it's up to the other person, people's personalities that might rub them the wrong way, you know, and I guess the people who ride with you, those are your people, right? At the end of the day, I try to do everything and be everywhere all the damn time. And it's exhausting. Yeah. It's not possible. Yeah. I think I I like that. I can tell people and it's not a, a rude thing. It's just you know, I'm having a party or we do want to go shopping, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, no, I can't do it on that day, actually, maybe, but maybe another day. Right. I'd love to don't set the expectation of, oh, yeah, girl, that sounds fun. I'll be there. And then that day, oh, I actually can't make it. People, like, I don't like that. Yeah, it is hurtful. And actually, I actually had that happen today. And I was the, I was the culprit. I was supposed to meet up with a friend today that I haven't seen. And I mean, like, it's it has to have been two years. Yesterday, she was like, you want to grab a coffee? And I said, yeah, let's, let's grab one tomorrow at 1030. Not thinking it's Sunday. We usually do the family thing. This is my problem. Because I'll just be like, that sounds great. Let's do it. I'll book it. And then this morning, Jesse's like, so did you want to try to go to Monument Cafe? And I'm like, shit, I had coffee with, you know, my girlfriend. So I text her and I was like, I am so sorry. Don't hate me. But can we actually move it till Friday? She was very understanding. She's like, that's perfect. You know, and it wasn't a big deal. So I do think that sometimes things come up, but when it's a habit and it's all the time, for sure. Yeah. You can tell the habitual offenders once yeah. it gets to be over three times. Maybe that's just an arbitrary number, but you can, you get it. Like this person just doesn't want to go. Yeah. Or no, or they want to. They just keep saying yes and then they get sidetracked or overbook themselves. And, but yeah, that's, that gets old. I mean, I plan my, these things. So if, like if me and you were, you know, meeting up at 1030 for coffee, like it's on my calendar. Like I have to be here. Like I would go to breakfast with my family and then be like, okay, well, I got to go now. I got to go meet Jennifer by 1030. Right. And, and I'll meet back up with you. Like if it's not on my calendar, I'm forgetting because I have so much going on. I think that once you're deemed as repeat offender, then you become the flaky friend. And then once you're the flaky friend, you're not dependable and you're not reliable. Right. The issue with 
being the flaky friend is you'll find yourself receiving less and less invitations to things. So then that causes a issue too. Like, well, why did I get invited? Like, are you serious? Because you <laughs> you don't show up. Don't the- you hate that? Like, they kind of blow you off. And then the minute you just don't extend the invite, they're like, hey, wait a second. What about me? The thing about that is, like, once you're invited, especially if it's an event, like, people are planning things for you. They're planning seats for you. They're planning whatever gift bag, barbecue, extra food, whatever the case may be. So if you are not going to make it at the last minute, it's an inconvenience. And it's more so like a kind of, like, it's a backhand, you know? It's kind of a slap in the face when you're doing it over and over and over again. And then so if you stop getting invite, don't come at me asking me, where's your invite? Right. And speaking of invite, I actually have to process this because this really makes me mad. It irritates the shit out of me. I do not understand for the life of me, the people who need an invite. I don't get it. (laughs) It doesn't make sense to me. I feel like if you did not get an invite, it's because that event was not for you. It was not meant for you to be there. And why can't you just be supportive as opposed to always needing an invite? I just don't think that that is mature. Yeah. I don't think it's supportive. In your 30s, you have a full-time career. You have maybe a boo or a husband or a boyfriend. You have kids. You have school things. You might have extracurricular activities if you have kids. You have to be selective with your free time. And maybe you don't always want to hang around the same people all the time. There's different friends for different things. And I feel like that should be okay. So if you want to go to the lake with your homegirls and I don't get an invite, never not once do I scroll through social media, see a picture of you and your homegirls having a great time at the lake and think, where the hell was my invite? That doesn't even cross my mind. So I, I just don't understand it. It comes across as needy yeah needy it comes across as insecure insecure is a good word when i see that i'm just like why why do you need an invite like do you feel like y'all aren't as cool as you were yeah i mean if you're a friend you may not get invited to every single social event or gathering or or girl talk you know happy hour that doesn't mean that you're disliked Right. It's simply that, you know, at that time, you know, we have a wide variety of group of friends. And honestly, they don't always mesh. You shouldn't try to force it. You know, you exactly. just can't. I mean, there will be moments where, sure, y'all are in the same location or the same party because it's a... Birthday. Birthday, yes. <laughs> friends and... Hey, you talk, you hang out, you have a good time that night. Does it have to extend beyond that? I mean, why would you want every single one of your friends to all hang out? There's two parts to that because I have a group of friends. I think all of us have at least two to five homegirls. I think that's safe to say. And so my two to five, they know each other. If I have a barbecue and invite those five, they will hang out. One of my homegirls might not hang out with the other one. They don't mess with them like that unless I'm involved. You know what I mean? They're not calling them or texting them like, hey, Sarah, girl, what's up? How are the kids? They're not texting them on a Tuesday night. Oh, my gosh, look at what my husband did or my boss today. So there's not really like a friendship there. There's more of like an acquaintance. 
right? You're yeah. familiar with that person. You're cool to hang out with them at parties, barbecues, whatever. It's not really like a girl's day kind of invite or a lake day. And if I consistently put you in the same room with Jamie, and I know you and Jamie, while you're cool in my presence, you're not really like that. You know, maybe there's things about Jamie that after an hour you can't really tolerate anymore and I'm constantly putting you in the same position with Jamie, then I'm not being a good friend to you. I'm not respecting your boundaries. You know what I mean? And so I think that if you don't get an invite, you have to kind of consider that too. I don't think you should beat yourself over the head about it. It just, that event wasn't, that wasn't your crowd. That, that wasn't the type of crowd for that event. Yeah. You know, like I'm rah, rah, I'm, I'm turned up all the time all the time, unless I'm sad or upset, right? I'm always loud and laughing and joking. And everybody doesn't want that energy all the time. It's true. I'm self-aware. You know what I mean? And maybe if you want to have a day with, you know, Julie kind of chill and maybe my personality makes her anxious. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then why would you? What do you do though? Like specifically, okay, we're talking about kind of friends that aren't a crew different kind of maybe strangers but acquaintances like you said they know you mutually and that's how they know each other but what do you do when it is your crew i think it's the same thing you don't always have to be around the same personality listen i love my friend and i we are really close and she her and she has said the same thing of of me so, but there's times when maybe she's just annoyed with me and she doesn't want to be around me that Monday. You know what I'm saying? And then there's other times she's like, hey, I miss you. Let's get together. When you're yeah. around the same person all the time, it's like you should be allowed to have a break from that person. It shouldn't That's be taken true. personally. So, Sarah, if you're having an event and you want to invite two out of your th- five that's okay you wanted to be around those two and it's not personal to the other three if the other three take it personally that's not a reflection on you that's something that they need to deal with you need to look in the mirror and figure out why you always need an invite and why not only that but why does it affect you so deeply and here's the the real thing that pisses me off, your ass ain't going to go anyway. You're not going to go anyway. There's been times you've gotten invited and you decline the invite more than right. once. So why are you butthurt because you didn't get an invite? You know what I mean? To me, it's like right. a power or, trip. Or, yeah. Or, or, you know, not even that it's a, a flaky thing like, oh, I really wasn't even going to go. It maybe it just didn't work with your schedule. You know, sometimes it's a scheduling thing. You know, like, well, Shit, if you tried to get seven people together all the time, look, just like you said earlier, you know, marriage, kids, school mm-hmm. events, work, etc. All of that stuff affects, you know, each person. And then you want to try to get together. I mean, you got to plan that shit like way, way in advance. Right. If I'm, okay, we can't all get together, but I need, I need some time like with a margarita and my girls. Right. Y'all can come with me, like, you know, tonight, like, let's go. And it's not that anybody's being left out. It's just. It's an impromptu thing. You need it. I need it to happen. I needed it to happen now. And two of you could be there. Great. I just think that it's more like a, like you said earlier, it's an insecurity. Another thing, like if we're really homegirls and something really did bother you and I didn't invite you and it really did hurt your feelings. Can you text me like an actual homegirl, like an actual friend and be mature and act your age 
and give me a call and say, hey, I know this might be silly. I might be in my feelings. I saw you went to said place, such and such was there. Is there a reason I didn't get invited? You know what I mean? Like, can you keep that private? When you take it to Facebook or Instagram and you like the picture or make a bogus comment under the picture, must be fun, I must have missed my invite. That type of stuff is not going to make me personally want to invite you. Mm -hmm. I think that that is like, for me, it would be more reason not to invite you to the next thing because that's messy. Now you're putting me on blast publicly, which is hella disrespectful. Yeah. Because you're in your feelings and you can't control your emotions and sort out how you feel about it, which I would respect if you called me and we could talk about it and we could work it through together. But you just go and you get on the gram or you get on Facebook and you start trying to call me out and make me like the what do you call it? The indirect or subliminal messages? Yeah. Or just whack. I wonder when people do that, when there's a lot of the, I guess I missed my invitation. Where was my invite? Is it a true question of being invited or are right. they, maybe they just want to hang out. <laughs> in, in which case, why don't they just say, pick up hey, the phone. Yeah. Looks like you were having fun and and I'd like to hang out with you too. So are you busy on Thursday? And I'd be like, yeah, let's go hang out. Yeah. But don't get angry because I went and did something. Right. Or make a drive-by comment. Like we're, no. Like I just think it's such a high, it's such high school behavior. Right. Like for me, I'm a 40-year-old woman and I prefer my friendships to be low maintenance, easygoing. I mean, I want to either hang out, um, invite you to go places or talk or not talk and not maybe hang out, but we're still friends. Right. We are still friends. We're still cool. You know, being friends without all this fuss. It's too much jealousy. It's something with this time is this whole FOMO thing. Yes. It's huge. Like it's the fear of missing out. Yes. People just want to be there. It's social media too. I mean, because everybody sees what you're doing now. Yep. Before all that shit was on, on blast like that, I mean, you didn't know who was hanging out with who unless unless Susie called Maria. Right. Like, hey, I just hung out with Sarah. That shit was fun because she is cool. But now it's, you know, social media. Everybody wants to check in. I mean, I'm guilty of it. I want people to see what I'm Yeah, doing. why not? That's what it's for. So you can keep up. But if social media has a negative impact on anybody, you need to hop on off for a little bit. Maybe you need to fast from social media, take a good solid break, and again, self-reflect. Because at the end of the day, how you're feeling, and, and that's a generic you, That is your problem. (laughs) If I got jealous because I saw you in, uh, okay, you just went to Jamaica, which looked, you looked fabulous, by the way, I must say. Very refreshed. (laughs) But if I knew you were going and stuff, but if I hopped on and was like, oh, okay, so she went to Jamaica and I felt anything other than happy for you, there's a problem and you need to check yourself. It's about being honest with yourself. Because that's not your problem, Sarah. If I'm jealous that you went to Jamaica with your homegirls, that was the group of people you decided to go with, right? And you had a great time. So that would be my issue. Because really, what would there, what would be the underlying reason? And it would, it would be because it would boil down to maybe we're not as close as I think in my head. Um, I'm trying to think of shit because I don't think like this. So it's hard for me to even think of these reasons. Or 
I wanted to go. I'm not in the in crowd. All insecure thoughts and reasons. Right. Is she mad at me? What did I do? I feel like if I'm not getting the kind of friendship that I am to you, if you're going to rag on me because I didn't invite you to XYZ, that's going to piss me off because I never rag on you when you're with your besties and I don't get an invite. So don't do that shit to me. That's right. That's right. I've been in a situation. I've seen some folks, you know, hanging out and going to do a little din-din or whatever. Yeah. Uh, My phone must have been broken or something. I'm not (laughs) quite sure. (laughs) See, that's my excuse. It's never like, did I do something wrong or are they mad at me? No, my phone was broke for sure. Sprint was slipping that day because I know they called me. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Um, but no, you see it, then what do you do? You just maybe it does. I will be honest, and maybe it does hurt my feelings. Maybe I feel the way normal. But I'm not gonna call you out and make you feel terrible. Right. I make my husband and be like, I can't believe why didn't they invite me? Right. You know, super fun and cool. But I don't know. But you just talk about it. He he makes you feel better and tells you what a wonderful wife you are. And then you carry on with your life. Right. Exactly. And if it's to the point where you guys have been friends, like I had a couple of um, homegirls that we have since parted ways, but where this was an issue. Oh, well, it was slick comments like in passing and then it would be sloughed off as a joke. Like, oh, hi, yeah, I saw that I'm not part of the crew. Da, 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 da. I don't like that shit because I'm a straight shooter. Although I'm caring and I'll extend myself, I don't have time to cut corners. Like, I'm not sugarcoating the shit. I don't like something. I'm going to be like, that was kind of wacky you. Most of the time, I don't pay it much attention because I have a lot going on. <laughs> but if I feel like we've been friends since high school or even, I don't know, 15 years, and I feel like we're tight and something really hurt my feelings, and then I just make it a huge deal and then get weird about it. Like you're, you're making the air stale now between us. Like I can pick up on that. You know what I mean? And then it's awkward and it's uncomfortable. Then you feel this is the worst. Like you feel obligated. And then you're like, Oh, I really just want to have this dinner with Julie and Tiffany, but I can't because Susie's going to get pissed. I know Susie's going to have something to say about it. That's and, right. It's true. That's, that's <clears throat> exactly the way that it then turns into. And it's um, just talking about it. It's exhausting. It's too it much. It is. Me. It's messy. It is. It's, it's, it's messy. And then maybe there's other reasons. Like maybe your friendship is just nearing an end because you're needy. Or you adopt my friends. Uh-oh. And that's kind of weird. You know, I've had friends where I'm like, okay, this person seems cool. We're going to vibe. We're going to get to know a little bit more about her. See what she's got going on. We hang out a couple times, whoop-de-woo. And, you know, we have, for one reason or another, we fade out. And then they're all of a sudden friends with people that I was super close to. And no longer to speak to. And that's weird. You feel like, how would that friendship even have taken place? I don't know. It's very strange to me. It's weird. It's shady. And it seems like a little conniving and sneaky. (laughs) And I just, 
I don't I don't understand the motive there, but it's I don't understand the motive between the invite friend either. So I guess that would like that person to me is one in the same. Like I said, you know, we've been friends. We know our group of friends already. And I know a lot of your friends and they're cool and we're friends on social media. And I think maybe one friend of yours, we started hanging out and stuff and that has since parted ways. But when you have your friend, your homegirl, like if my homegirl, Julie, if every time I brought her somewhere, she was instantly trying to be best friends with you or one of my other five, that would be really strange to me. Like, what are you doing? You know, but then the other part of me is like, maybe they're lonely. Maybe they don't have friends. I mean, I try to rationalize it, but I can't come up with a reason for it, really. <laughs> and because I, I mean, I have a lot of friends, and then you think about, well, like, the people that you've met through those friends, I see some of those people quite often, but I'm still not, like, besties with those people. Yeah, I'm not calling or messaging. Or hanging out at the pool. Not with these people. I'm just, when I see them through that mutual friend. Hey girl, how's it going? You know, what have y'all been up to? You can socialize with them at that time. You talk, you catch up, you know, good to see you. And then see you later. And like, that's it. Like, I don't know how you would even then continue to adopt or pursue that person outside of that. Kind of makes you think like, what are you trying to do? Are you that needy? Are you gossipy? Like, do you, are you just trying to find out what I'm up to? Cause you don't have the balls to call me and mend our break or whatever the case whatever's going through your head like what what's the motive it's shady all of it that's, is very shady it is shady that's some uh shady business for sure you know at the end of the day how you are being as a friend you know if you're not moving right and really it's up to you to be honest about the nature of the friendship you think you got going on or how you are behaving in the friendship you thought was once close and it's so silly to me because while you're over there, like, getting all in your head and your feelings, you're ruining your friendship inadvertently when there couldn't have even been a problem to begin with. And now there is a problem. Right. Now there is a problem. You've created uh, some muckiness now within the vibes, the friendship that now have to, through, over time, because it doesn't happen overnight, over right. time has to fade away to where you can get back to where you feel comfortable just being. Yeah. And it's weird too. It's weird to go through that space. Cause then you're heading into like a friendship breakup, which is, you know, we'll cover that in our future uh, episodes, but that's messy too. Cause it's just like, nobody really wants it to end that way. Mostly what everyone needs to realize is that there's going to be many different personalities there's going to be many different types of friends. Just don't be the things that you wouldn't want in somebody else. When a friendship becomes a relationship, mm, I'm kind of out. I can't do it. I know, like I said, that I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. I mean, we're all humans. We yeah. all have human feelings and wants and needs. And it can get in the way um, sometimes of any relationship. But I feel like as women, we need to be better. Yeah. We need to be able to not be so jealous. Yeah. Just letting these things get in the way when 
when we need each other to lift each other up and not be throwing shade at each other all the time. Yeah, I agree. It's hard to find loyal and good friends. So when you have one and you feel like your friend is loyal and good, like treat them right. If unless they're actually doing something to you, not inviting you does not, you know, that's, that's not a reason then you're just, you're creating mess and it's drama and life is messy and gross already. We don't need it in our personal circle, in our personal lives. You know, we're, we're all going through things at work, in our marriages, in our relationships, you know, with our kids, with our parents, we're getting older and, and yeah, there's real life things happening and we just really don't have time for like the petty things anymore. This isn't high school. Even if you're in your twenties and you're in high school, it's still like, don't act like that. That's not. Uh, yeah. That's harder though. Immaturity comes into. In any type of relationship, we all have our faults and weaknesses, but you do come to expect certain behaviors from people, whether they're good or bad, you know, you, to remain friends, you kind of have to live with it. You know, you kind of have to be like, well, I know that Susie over here, she tends to blah, blah, blah. Right. But that doesn't make your friendship, you know, that's not a deal breaker. It's just, look, you know, this is how they are. Kind of just try to skate with it, figure out how to make it work. But you don't have to, it doesn't have to be messy. There's ways to deal with that, you know, awkwardness without blowing shit up out the water. And then you done lost a good friend and, you know, years pass and you look back like, what the hell happened? Because it was never discussed. You know what I mean? Right. It's just silly. It's like stuff in your own head. So, you know, it's, I think at this stage of my life, it's just like, do I have time for this? Honestly, do I have time for anything that's that doesn't add to me, that means it's taken away from me. And I can't, I just cannot at this point in my life, like I can't sacrifice any more of me because it's, you know, it's like investing in someone or the friendship. It takes a lot. It does. It takes a lot. Uplift one another, support each other, you know, be each other's cheerleader and just chill. Like just take it easy. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) nothing going on that was actually i think a very good way to leave off and set up the stage for our next episode which will be on toxic friends and friendship breakups so i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and sarah and i will catch you next time see you guys peace You've listened to an episode of Sugar Coated. And remember, new episodes air every Wednesday. Be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to your podcast. I will be your bestie for life for a five-star review. And if you love this episode, share it with a friend. I want to hear from you, so be sure to hit me up on Instagram or Facebook at Sugar Coated Podcast, where you can follow for all the latest updates. Catch y'all next Wednesday. Peace.